It is Friday, July 8th in the MLB, and I'm Austin from Calling Our Shot. And I'm Logan from Calling Our Shot. We are back with our three favorite picks of the day. We've got our favorite game pick, player prop, and no one first inning coming your guys' way. As always, guys, just do us a real quick favor, especially if you're new. Go down and hit that subscribe button. It really helps us grow this community. Austin and I can't do it without you guys. And it's Friday. I mean, what, what better time than Friday? Good vibes only. We're going to win some money today. Absolutely. Let's enter the weekend making some money. Now, we swept on Wednesday. Thursday wasn't as kind to us. A one and two day. Red Sox, oh, brother. Uh, they had an error that not only gave up the six runs. I mean, they scored five runs in the first five. And they didn't end up covering the first uh, the, the run line. Not much you can do about there. Braves team total links were stranded 150 base runners. But like Nerfy Nation bounce back. Astros Royals cashing that one with ease. And our parlay of the day cashes as well. So not, the Red Sox hurt us there, but at least they got us back some coin here. Plus one and a half. And then Dodgers minus one and a half. And a sweaty uh, game as the Cubs are trying to backdoor that spread. So if you aren't checking out our parlay of the day, they are always on Odds Jam. Definitely go check them out. I don't believe it's been updated yet, but it should be on Odds Jam. The link is in the description. We have a couple new All-Stars. We appreciate the all stars coming out and supporting us if you want to support us click that join button on the channel it only costs two dollars 99 cents a month and you get to wave the nerfy nation flag with us we've got a couple new ones marquette and stephanie we appreciate you guys joining us and we have a couple rejoins elijah arian and it's young lee thank you guys all so much for supporting the channel we really do appreciate it but logan without further ado what do you have for the people today yeah we're going to a first five pick right the first five picks are fun to me and today I'm picking one that will not be very popular with you guys in the comments. I'm already predicting it, right? Marlins versus Mets. I'm taking the fish. Plus a half. Yes, the Marlins. Minus 110 odds currently on FanDuel is the best value. As Austin's pulling it up here, right? This one's interesting, right? You got a, a, a plus EV bet, right? I love I love a plus EV bet. Sharper Books have it at minus 114. Uh, and, and so they're kind of in agreement with me on this one that, that the Marlins do stand a really good chance of covering this half in the first five. Look, I like... I like plus a half in the first five. It, it did not treat us right yesterday, unfortunately. But today, if they tie through five, we win it. Or if they went out right through five, we win it. I like the two pathways to win right there. It's just it's how baseball works. And the Mets just won 10 to nothing last night. And they find themselves in, in, in a pick em, right? In a first five pick em in this one. And not full game. But so so everyone's just probably rushing the bet Mets. I was looking at this line and I was like, oh, I'm sure the Mets will be pretty juiced. And I was like, minus 110. What, what the heck's that, right? Especially knowing that Pablo Lopez, his last start at the Mets, five and one-thirds innings pitched, eight hits, six earned runs. And, you know, back in June 17th, look, I mean, if you look at those numbers, you're like, wow. So they definitely got to Pablo Lopez. The majority of those runs actually did come in 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 the sixth inning so for what that's worth he really did implode in the sixth inning lopez in his last three starts two five and zero in runs in his in those last three starts so you look at those and you're like pretty solid numbers in his most recent start versus the nationals you know he had a no hit bid going going through six innings pitched on the road pablo lopez when he's on he's on right he's a pitcher i i can certainly trust i know the mets you know lineup is, is daunting but what I kind of find surprising, the Mets are only 15th in OPS at home. They used to be a lot higher. Trust me, guys. They used to be like top five. They've kind of slid back a little bit quietly, right? Coming off a 10 to nothing game uh, last night, could they could they be a little bit slow against a really solid pitcher in Pablo Lopez? Absolutely, right? Now, who's pitching for the Mets today? Chris Bassett, right? He's making his first start since June 25th, so it's been it's been a couple weeks, right? In both of his in both of his starts, though. Bassett lost the first five run line to the Marlins. I found that interesting, right? Because, I mean, if you look at it statistically, Bassett against the Marlins this year, seven innings pitched, six hits, three earned runs, six and one-thirds innings pitched, five hits, three earned runs. So he's given up three earned runs in each of those games, and he's lasted pretty long. 
But it's interesting to know that that the Marlins, you know, through five can hold their own no matter who they have on the mound. I, I think they stand a really good chance with Pablo Lopez uh, to hold his side down. And I think they'll get some hits and runs up on Bassett. Or you know what? If they want to tie 0-0 through five, I'm okay with that. That's That would win this bet. Several of the Miami hitters haven't really seen Bassett too many times, right? You know, several of them are actually one through – one for three versus Bassett, 333. Sanchez, Aguilar, and Cooper, you know, the, the heart of their order are, are hitting about 333 for what that's worth, right? We still have to pull the splits, and I still want to see, you know, is anybody absolutely smoking Chris Bassett? Not yet, but today we're going to get a lot of production out of the fish today. I like them. Th- I like I like this one purely based off line reading as well. Guys, this shouldn't be a minus 110. If I was leading you guys into a minus 110 Mets trap, I'd feel bad at the end of the day, but I'm, I'm trying to be sharp on this one. So you got to respect that one. So that's what I'm rolling with. But Austin, what do you got for your player prop today? Yeah, we're back with player props. I, I, I couldn't fathom seeing that Braves meltdown yesterday, leaving a hundred base runners. <laughs> I, I can't do that. So today I'm just going to player prop. I'm taking a guy by the name of Tim Anderson of the Chicago whites. I've taken, taken his over one and a half bases minus one Oh five on DraftKings. Now we do see a couple books have this line out. You might see some more roll it out. Now I do think FanDuel I'd argue is probably the sharpest book for these sort of props. And so the fact that they got it in minus one thirty, I do kind of like that, but let's talk about why we like Anderson. And if you want to go for a little bit of value, go for two plus hits at, plus 140 on FanDuel. Now, Anderson, let's be honest, in a little bit of a slump. Since his return, he's batting like 209 over the last 15 games. Over his last four games, one for 17, like with one single. Now, that base did come yesterday, so he at least got out of the, the hit list drought he was in. But still, not a great run he's been. He's been in a little bit of a cold fun. But that's ending today. Now, Anderson batting 432 versus left-handed pitchers this year with two doubles and two home runs and 37 plate appearances. It's pro- it's, it's important that I say left-handed pitcher because today he gets a lefty and Tariq Skubal of the Tigers. Now versus Skubal, lifetime, Anderson crushing him. Batting seven for 13, 539 versus Skubal with one single and then six extra base hits, five doubles and one home run. Look, I would I'd love I would love a no-sweat bet for Mr. Anderson. I doubt we get it. We never get no-sweat bets for player props. But if you can come up in the first half of the the bottom half of the first inning and do us do us some magic, we would absolutely love that. If you look at the pitches Scooble's going to see, I'll put the splits up at the bottom of the screen. You can see he's absolutely crushing all the pitches that Scooble will likely be throwing his way. Tim also is a guy, Mr. Anderson, doesn't really draw a lot of walks, which is something very important. Actually, only has a fifth percentile walk percentage. It's a guy that's swinging the bat. I think that's important because I hate losing a player prop when he's just walking all the time. And, you know, still good for the White Sox in the long run, but I don't want him to be drawing a walk. We want him to be getting on base via a hit. Now you look at Tim Anderson batting 313 this year. Like I said, the numbers have come down a little bit over the past couple weeks since his return, but still an expected batting average of 324. This is one of the better hitters in the MLB. We also look Tim loves facing the Tigers. He has a career of 345 versus Detroit, having two-plus bases in 11 of his last 16 games versus the Tigers. Obviously, he did not have two-plus bases yesterday, so I like the ba- I like the bounce-back potential here. Despite being at home, the White Sox, like we know, crushed lefties, so they have very good splits versus Tariq Skubal all across the board. So if we do see him get some runs up on Skubal, we could see him get closer to five plate appearances. I also don't think Lucas Giolito is worth a minus-170 money line, so we could see uh, Giolito give up some runs. Maybe the Tigers have a chance to win this one. They are winners of five straight games. So if we could see the White Sox batting in the ninth inning, sign me up. But I really like Tim Anderson over one and a half bases. That's my player prop of the day. I'll give you two other leans in case you want to look at them. Trevor Story, I kind of lean is under one and a half bases. 
just kind of a hunch. Minus 106. I don't really think he should be minus 106 for under one and a half. And then the strikeout prop, I really do like Aaron Ashby over five and a half strikeouts of the Milwaukee Brewers. I didn't want to put this out because I don't know what the line will be. Only Fandle's available at the moment. But I do think Aaron Ashby has a pretty good game. Uh, lefties tend to tend to do pretty well against the Pirates. But I'll just be riding with Mr. Tim Anderson over one and a half bases today. But, Logan, you know what time it is. It's Nerfy Nation time. And Nerfy Nation... Let's wave those flags. We've been waving them a ton. And I want to bring up this tweet that I uh, that I tweeted out last night. Nerf Nation's on a heater. Won our eight of our last two. We were 52 and 34 on the year. We've been pretty good for Nerf Nation. That's why they call us Nerf Nation. This, but we, we can't wave these flags and absolutely sell bad info. And I, I'm old enough, Logan, to remember when we lost 10 of 11 no run first innings. We had a terrible run back in, I think, the end of May. We had an absolute terrible run. We we saw all the comments, but look, we're winning some now, and we're going to hopefully keep winning today because we're going to Reds versus Rays. We're taking the no run first inning, minus 125 on Caesar Sportsbook. There's a couple others we considered, and maybe Logan can talk about those ones. But you see this one, minus 125, Caesar's the best you're going to get. A couple other books a little bit more juiced. Now, let's talk about this one. On the mound for the Reds, we'll have Mr. Castillo, 8-3 and three on no run first innings. Nerfied in four of his last five starts. We like that. Now, the Rays are a very hit or miss team. This team is either going to put two or three runs up on you, or they're not going to, they're going to go one, two, three inning. They're fourth and first inning runs. Like I said, when they score, they score in bunches, and that's fine because it doesn't matter if they score one run, our, our bet is busted. But we still look at Tampa. 13th in batting average, 22nd in OPS on the road. I really do think Castillo can get us those first three outs. What about the next guy, Logan? I believe he owes us some money. Uh, yes, you're right on that one, right? It's it's our boy Shane McClanahan. 11-5 and five on no-run first innings, pretty solid. But he did Yurphy in his last start. A dagger through our heart. Yes, we remember when he Yurphied against the Blue Jays. He pitched a really great game, but he just get, gave up a, a first-inning run. It was a little bit fluky. You know, Cincinnati, 13th in OPS versus lefties. They're not, they don't hit lefties extremely well. Only middle of the pack, right? Cincinnati, 15th in first-inning runs. Uh, so they're middle of the pack in first inning runs. And you ready for this one, Austin? Yeah, right. <laughs> Cincinnati hasn't scored a first inning run in 16 straight games. They they their last game scored they scored a first inning run was back in June 21st. Yeah, I'm feeling great, guys. Feeling great. Knock on wood, right there. Nerfy Nation, we're we're fine. We can we can get through those jinx type stats, or, or maybe not. But the over under is set to seven and a half, right? They're not they're not expecting a ton of runs, right? I think Castillo's going to get us the three outs we need, and I think Shane McClanahan's going to get us the three outs we need to really cast this bet. Now we we did, you know, Austin did kind of mention another one we looked at really hard, and we waffled back and forth. St. Louis versus versus Philadelphia, right? You got Wainwright versus Wheeler, Battle of the Aces. That one is the most obvious nerfy on the slate. Austin and I don't want to pick the most obvious nerfy on the slate because usually the most obvious nerfy is a Yerfy. That's just usually how it works. We want to pick the second most obvious nerfy because usually that one stands a little bit better chance. And then I also, you know, I looked at Yankees versus Red Sox. I like the value on that one, right? You got Nestor Cortez pitching in that one. I think Seabold might be able to navigate his order. I like, I do like the value. I think it was plus value. And then for anybody wanting to pet uh Padres versus Giants go back to the well uh last night you got a low over under in that one careful Blake Snell he's he's an enemy of Nerfy Nation he always melts down in the first inning it's just what he does so just be careful on that one I if if it's super juiced I I believe it was just be careful that's all that's all I'm saying but it doesn't matter because we're flying the flags again Nerfy Nation this is this is we're the real Nerfy Nation sometimes we have some imposters but you know what we're we're Nerfy Nation hopefully we can cash this one I also kind of liked Pirates versus Brewers but I don't really want to mess with the Brewers ballpark. That wasn't just a quick uh, fly ball, and that's a home run. But I do think that one stands a chance. It's like like I said, Aaron Ashby should pitch pretty well today. But those are going to be our three picks of the day. As always, 
Parlay of the day is back, and we're always going to say it at the end. I know some people have some struggles about viewing the parlay on Odds Jam. Sometimes their login uh, info and whatnot is messed up, but that's why we say it at the end of the videos. And heck, I'll even put it up on the screen for the people that have watched all the way to 11 minutes and 45 seconds. We're taking White Sox minus 0.5 in the first five. Hopefully, Tim Anderson helps us out with that. We're taking Royals money line. So we appreciate you guys for tuning in. This has our, been our weekly, our daily video. We'll be back again tomorrow on Saturday morning, hopefully recapping, bringing out the brooms, waving these flags, doing all the all the shenanigans that you normally can expect on these daily videos. We appreciate you guys as always. Austin Logan, we'll catch you in the next one.